This week's episode is brought to you by Phil Collins. Born and raised in West London, Phil Collins played the drums from the age of five and competed in drama school. Tra- Look, the point is he was in Genesis, he was awesome, and if you don't, you should go feel it in the air tonight. Phil Collins, he's the better singer for Genesis, and I'll fight you if you say otherwise. Uh, Phil Collins is the better singer in Genesis, and I'll fight anybody who says otherwise. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupert. I think Genesis sucks. The band or the clan? <laughs> the band. I mean, that's all is a good song, and like, <laughs> I can't dance, and invis- just invisible touch on the whole is a great album. Anyway, uh, today uh, we're talking about Boucherode, who reve- uh, revealed the next six months of stuff. That's coming out, as well as some news about the Genesis clan, which explains the intro. So, uh, why don't want uh, root beer? Why don't you go ahead and uh, just tell us what what we have in store for the next six months? All right. So, for our upcoming release schedule, we're going to get a new try, and this is Japan's schedule. So, get, add like a month or two to ours. Right. September, we're getting a new trial deck for Genesis, and then. In October, we're going to get a main set with Genesis, Nova Grappler, Nubatama, and Angel Feather. Then in November, we get an extra booster with Great Nature, Gold Paladin, and Neo Nectar. In December, we're getting a booster for Bermuda Triangle. We actually have more than one set of support in a year. Holy shit. They did it. Yeah. And then January, we're getting an extra booster with Shadows, Narukami, and Aqua Force. And February, we have an extra booster with Gear Chronicle and who the fuck knows. Nice. Okay, so it should be noted that a lot of these clans aren't showing up with a lot of the other clans that they've shown up with in the past. Example, mm-hmm. uh, Nova Grappler isn't with the other Q4 clans, and, you know, Nubatama isn't with the Miyagi clans, and... Angel Fe- why 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 are this just kind of reminds me of like older sets of Vanguard where they just kind of cram whatever's in there together? Well, new season of the anime, new characters. You're so. damn right that's what's happening. I mean, this is a nice thing. We have gotten a lot of Q4 and uh AL4, so like we're finally breaking up the monotony of those same five like eight clans getting support over and over again. Yeah. Um, the the new anime granted mm-hmm. angel granted gold paladin is still getting support in like two sets, but right. At least angel feather and neo nectar get their due after like a year. I know, um, right? And great nature too. Get my get my Christmas time. Um, gear chronicle. Yeah, gear chronicle. It, it, it took Busher in more than a year. For, for but they did it. They they did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know it, they they time travel, so that's fine. They'll just try like they're like, yeah, we're from the future. That's just how it works and stuff. Yeah. Um, we don't really talk about the anime much on this podcast, but basically, mm-hmm. TLDR: uh, it's uh, Shin, the guy who runs the card shop in the anime. It's about him when he's he's a youngin. So him and his friends. it's, yeah. a, it's a prequel series. Yep. Um, so that explains all of the Nubatama and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Genesis, they revealed something about, uh, Genesis, like what's going on with them. So, yeah. standard, what they did was that, uh, Genesis had, like, kind of, sort of, 
what they were doing before where it was like soul blast cost for stuff and then they also introduced like a mechanic called divine gauge that was kind of like tachikaze's equip gauge but not really except now they went completely off the deep end uh who wants to read this grade three for me <laughs> matt i guess i'll Sorry, I'm, I'm in proofs. It's Uranus. Well, I have it up. I can Fine. read it. Sorry, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, my right. lost it. So this unit's name is Uranus. I don't actually know its full name. It's not on Uranus? the post. I'm sure it's like, you know, like Goddess of the Spheres Uranus, something like that. I, I, think, yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck. God of getting his <laughs> dick chopped off by Kronos, Uranus. That's literally what it was. So he has two abilities. His Yes. Uh, Nexus at Night, the podcast about Greek mythology. Yep. So his two skills are continuous. If you have five or more rear guard, uh, five or more force markers, your back row center rear guard becomes an astral plane. Okay. <laughs> and then auto vanguard rear guard when placed, you can soul blast two, get a force gift, and put it on your vanguard circle. So you get two force gifts if you soul blast two. Mm-hmm. And this works when placed under rear as well. Yes. Interesting. Um, what's an astral plane? All right. So that is going to be a new type of circle for another card known as Valkyrian. So you, when you get those five force markers, you get a new card called an astral plane, and you put it on your rear guard circle. And then any rear guards that are already there get retired and put into the drop zone. It's still considered a rear guard circle while it's an astral plane, so if you have a skill that's like give a rear guard power, it will still apply to any unit that's on your astral plane. And then any f- any gift markers that you put onto the plane will still be there when, while, when it becomes an astral plane and if the astral plane disappears. Okay. Um, does the astral plane just stay there forever, or is it only for that turn? No. no. At the end of the turn, you put it back to your deck. Uh, actually, no. No. Uh, you put the unit on the astral plane back to your deck, but it looks like the plane itself stays there. Okay. So. And then you can only place cards that are star deities onto the astral planes. If you have a non deity unit on there, it gets retired. And it can attack from the, that back row astral plane. Yeah. And it gets drive checks with the caveat that your drive checks go to soul instead of your hand. Yes. Okay. And so let's talk about the first star deity we have. Giant deity of absolute world Valkyrion. The so, warrior. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a grade 5. What? Sure. Ooh. Okay. And then it has 70,000 power. So this, but this card still goes into your main deck, so you can't ride it. Uh, if you place it on anything that is not an astral plane, it gets retired. And then, when placed, ch- look at the top five cards of your deck, put one in the drop zone, and shuffle your deck. And then until end of turn, its drive check equals the grade of the card you dropped. And then apparently, if you send a copy of Valkyrian, he gets five drive checks. Hmm. Lit. Yeah. And they all go to Soul? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Which, being that it's Genesis, is not the worst thing in the world. Um, what do we think of this? 
Alright, this seems like absolute nonsense. I love it. Yeah. I don't know if it's good, but man, it seems like nonsense. I can't wait for this to break card fight area again. <laughs> I forgot about that. What, every time that they have like a new uh, like game mechanic or something, card fight area just what disappears for a while? Or... Yes. Okay. And the drive checks go to soul, so now they can't automatically make drive checks go to your hand. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. This... I love it. I love it. What I love about this is that yeah. they finally made Genesis unique, and it only took them... When did Genesis first come out? Like, 2012? You mean well, OTT2? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm saying. Like, Genesis always kind of got stuck with... OTT. We Soul Blast for stuff. That yeah. was the whole clan identity. They just call them Soul Soul Blast Paladins, and then later the Divine Gauge stuff. Now this actually, like, who the fuck is doing anything like this? Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. So, um... Like, the closest thing we have is, like, giving the rear guard blaster blades drive checks, but even that's not really mm-hmm. too comparable. This is interesting. It also f- seems wildly inconsistent. Um, yes. I yes. assume there will be more cards that, like, search this and stuff. Yeah. I hope there are, anyway. The Go. other problem I have is that it does take five Force Gifts to, uh, re- you know, make it create an Astral Plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and you got to put them all at least in the trial deck. Until a lot of the time, your second ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's say you unless have, there are more ways to get it. Well, let's say you have three Uranuses. You ride one. That's one. He does his skill. That's two. You call another one. Let's say you have the soul for this for whatever reason. You call another one. That's three. And then you call the last one. That's four. And so, five if you yeah. ride it. No, no. Mm-hmm. I counted. I counted if you wrote it because it's yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying like you're not getting it on turn on your first grade three ride ever. Yes. Yeah. Well, I. Th- I feel like that's intentional. Like, a lot of these finishers, they try to keep them for later in the game, usually by, like, Soul Blast a grade 3 or have another grade 3 in your soul. And, and in I, this case, it's just trying to make getting five Force Markers as difficult as possible. One thing we've also only seen is, mm-hmm. um... We've only seen one grade 3 that generates additional Force Markers. Mm-hmm. At least for Genesis so far. Well, that's the thing, is, like, since this, I assume this is going to be a trial deck card, this is also the only grade 3 we know of that creates an astral plane. Is the astral plane card also a trial deck card? Do we know that? I hope so. I think so. I would think so. Okay. Because that would mean there would be even sweeter ones in the real set. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, is we're probably going to see more in the actual set, but we don't know yet. It's going to be hard to find an optimal number of these to play as well. Because you don't want to play too many, because like, they obviously interfere with ride consistency. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting to see what these can do. And a 70k attack from the back row. You could even put Force Gift 2 back there, or you can only put Force Gift 2 in front row. You can put it anywhere. It's just yeah. That, well, the thing well is, yeah, you put it back center, yeah. and you're like, 70k 2 crit, eat it. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. If you, if you need five Force Markers on Vanguard to even get said Astral Plane... Yeah, you have three in front row, one in back, and one dead one. It has to be on your Vanguard circle, though. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh, my bad, I misread that. Yeah, because it says if your Vanguard has five or more Force Markers, your back row rear becomes an Astral Plane. 
My apologies. Now, if it was... Yeah. I you assumed... Ha- what? <laughs> you assumed what? I assumed that it was just five force markers somewhere. Oh. That would be better, honestly. Yeah. Like, as it stands, like, Valkyrian himself looks pretty sweet. Like, 70k attack with potentially triple drive. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty cool. And then it gives you an... Ex- yeah. And then it gives you a uh, multiple attacks in the Force Clan, which is nice. Mm-hmm. One of them being huge. Yes. And and also, because you have five Force Markers on your Vanguard with Uranus, your Vanguard's like 60k by default. Yeah, pretty much. I, um, I have no clue if any of these cards are fucking good. Maybe. What I do yeah. know is that this is might be the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. Really? Yeah. It's so sweet. Like, j- just yeah, like, creating an astral plane, man. Oh, like, like, Just summon dumb cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, mechanically, this is, like, really cool. Yes, it In is. terms of actual, like, viability, I don't know, because Uranus himself is kind of a dead card, right? He doesn't do anything besides getting force markers. Yeah. So, and you only like, the turn you're trying to build up is going to take you a while, and then... But if you don't find a way to get that fifth, fourth mark, uh, force marker on your second ride, then, um, <laughs> like, you're just sitting on this useless card with no win condition. What if like Genesis's new thing is that you're building toward this astral plane thing, but all the new cards are like, if you have this number of force markers or more, do this. Like they don't care where it is; they just care that you have it. That would be kind of cool. That could be interesting. Yeah, I I think I would like it a lot more if it were like that. Like on hmm. like on play, if you have two or more force markers on your board, draw a card. Like just some, like stupid little shit like that, or like on call, if you have four or more retire something. Like th- there's there's so many directions you could go with this. Um, and, it, and there's uh, so much we haven't seen from both the TD and we you know the future sets, which normally have mm-hmm. like the big cards in it. Yeah. So yeah. th- that's uh, th- that'll be coming up in the fall for for us. Um, oh my God, I don't know why this captured my imagination so much, um, but <laughs> I think it's neat. You know what else is neat? The fact that Bermuda Triangle got something within a year, like you said. Yeah. The, the, yeah. What's with that? This what is like, what there? six months? Five months? Something mm-hmm. like that. Is Bermuda allowed yeah. to get something like this soon? I know, right? Okay. I love... It is, like, pretty interesting to see, like, the upcoming release schedule they gave. Aside from the one main set introducing all the new main character clans, it's all just extra boosters. Fine with me. Uh... Yeah. But, like, what do we think about that? Because now we're seeing a more even distribution of all the various clans. Obviously, a lot of se- uh, a lot of clans that have gotten recent support aren't in this list, but, like... You know, like, what do you think that's going to... How uh, how do you think future support is going to pan out just, like, looking at this right now? Um, it has the ability to be, like, old Vanguard, which was mm. kind of bad at... <laughs> you know, so far... Like, one of the good things about um, the, the way Standard was releasing their clans was uh, you would group clans together. So the idea would mm-hmm. be to go in round robin, except they were kind of bad at that also. So, you know, they tried. 
Um, yeah. Th- this at least means you're getting more for your stuff more frequently. Like Aquaforce is getting things for you know for us in August, and then uh, mm-hmm. that means they'd be getting it in February. So that's about a six month gap. That's not too bad. Um, yeah. I have a theory about the about that set with Shadow, Narakami, and Aquaforce. So this is a, a prequel set. Uh, what if we get, like, little kid versions of Kazuma and Hayao and uh, Jaime? <gasps> Are they old enough? I don't know. I don't... No, this is, like, way too early for that. Oh, yeah, because uh, Misaki's I don't think they're like old a enough. kid. Yeah, they, they, yeah. yeah, they'd probably be, I mean... like, a glint in their daddy's eye. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's probably going to be, like... Kanzaki and Claret Sword for Shadows, and then who the fuck even knows for Narukami and Aqua Force? Seems fine mm-hmm. to me. Um, Leon's dad. And dude. who's playing Bermuda? Who knows? I Bermuda's mean, never no tied to the... an anime, so, except yeah. their anime. <laughs> Although, I will say, Bermuda is bringing back all of its old units, like Revere, Coral, and Pacifica. I mean, good for you? I, uh... <laughs> Um, I, I just find it incredibly amusing. They went through all the trouble to create an anime, create an archetype for that anime, and then they're still just bringing back all their old cards. Well, because <laughs> the last two two to three times Bermuda has gotten support, it's been, like, not game-changing and not game-breaking, but uh, game-focusing. Like, the, the second that set came out, the whole metagame goes, okay, I gotta prepare for that. Like, everyone's eyes turn to the person who just came in through the door. Um, I think by having this six-month gap versus a year, that means they're not incentivized to go completely bonkers with their support for Bermuda, like they are every single year. I mean, we year. hope not. At least I hope not, anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, if the, if they stick with this you know, reboot within a reboot thing, they might end up just doing like sideways power creep again, or... Mm-hmm. Uh, like trying to start something new again. The, there's so much that we don't know, and so much that I'm excited to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I j- just the, like if they the first thing they're showing us is the Genesis thing. That's like wow. Yeah, this Genesis thing mm-hmm. is nuts. Uh, what do you hope to see? So this is something I want to ask you specifically, Atlas. What do you hope to see from the Great Asia support? Okay, so uh, I think that. They should lean... Okay, so the, the whole, like, milling your cards for stuff was a neat mechanic, and I think they should lean into that more. Um, I feel like you could make this into sort of a light... Like, a you know, like, Vanguard's Light Sworn, basically. Where you have... If they start including cards that, like, when milled, do this, and then you have more milling skills. Mm. Um, it would also mean that you would run through your deck very, very fast, but I think that that would... Uh, be a way to make them unique and uh, lean into that. Uh, I didn't really like the milling stuff at first, but I think it's uh, novel, and I think that if they stick with it, they really might have something something there. Alright. Mm. I'm always kind of worried about mechanics that have like a natural RNG element to them like that, where I don't really right. know what I'm getting out of my card. Yeah. Um, and so like, there are some times when like, for Leopold, for example... When really you just maybe you just really want the call to, and you get the other thing, and you're just like, well, the trigger. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the time in in standard, it's it's a boon both times, and in premium, yeah, the 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 crit kind of sucks if you're going second, 
and you're trying to stride first, but literally any other time in the game, it's fine. Um, yeah, I just can worry about those failcase scenarios. Right, of course. Um, I just think if they lean into it more, you might have, like, they can improve consistency. Like, have mm-hmm. cards that have effects, like, when they hit the drop zone, do this. Or uh, more stuff like Tank Mouse, or for God's sake, some fucking countercharging would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> No, nobody gets countercharging. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of uh, oils, I'm sick of using binoculars three times and then having him be vanilla the rest of the game. That's nice. That's par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> Hole in one. Um, let's see. Uh, ooh, do you think they're gonna stick with the plant token thing with Neonectar? Yes. Yes. I think it's super sweet. I think they they actively should keep with the plant token thing. Mm-hmm. I guess the question is like, how would they find new ways to implement it? That's what I'm saying. Like everything just kind of like calls tokens and then powers up those tokens. Like, how do you mm-hmm. go the next step up from that? Clearly, restanding those. Fl- <laughs> Clearly, you restand the tokens, or yeah, maybe they start introducing like variants of the different plant tokens. So like, oh. some may have more power, some may have more criticals, or something like that. That'd be kind of well, neat. What could be sweet is instead they, ha- you know, so you know, have like these grade zero plants, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have like a card that's like when it comes into play, uh, you choose one. Like you can sack a plant to upgrade it to like a bigger plant token, or just, uh, like, make a plant token. So mm-hmm. you have, like, a choice. Like, you can either upgrade one or make one. That'd be cool. Or, or like... Yeah. I, I so, wait for Neonectar players' deck boxes, because the, the just, they get thicker and thicker. Magic players do this all the time, so... <laughs> it's yeah. Could be interesting. Yeah, that could be an interesting thing. Like, they have higher-grade plant tokens, and they start gaining, like, other skills and abilities. Mm-hmm. So like maybe, like maybe when they get to grade one, maybe hmm, what could they do with a grade one plant token? Um, probably just more power, make it ten instead of five. Yeah. yeah, like maybe more power, and then like going to grade two, it gets intercept, and then grade three, it could maybe like gain a critical or get a drive check or something. I don't know. Drive check would be an interesting way to do it. Um, let's see. What about Angel Feather? Angel Feather, I'm expecting more of the same. Like, they've never really done anything too terribly revolutionary with Angel Feather. You know what's funny to me is that Angel Feather, it's been over a year since they've gotten their stuff, and they're still doing fine. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can take them to a tournament, you'll be fine. Like, it, it's a force meta. They do the protect thing very, very well. Um... And, yeah, I just, uh, the only thing I can think of is, against not-retire clans, I find myself calling over stuff, because you have a lot of on-call stuff. Like, like, what a first-world problem, right? You're like, mm-hmm. I want to call this, uh, this grade one that allows me to damage swap, but it, my back row is full of grade ones that I called to damage swap three turns ago. Just intercept more, mm-hmm. forehead. Yeah, of course. That would, yeah. that would be kind of neat if you have, like, um... Yeah. Stuff while in damage zone gives your stuff abilities, like they can intercept from back row or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. 
Oh, how do we expect Gold Paladin support to go? Because I imagine with new characters, they're probably going to ditch Ezel. Bring Gurgit back? Mm. Or mm. just make someone new? These just print liberators, right? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like it writes itself. But, well, I'll, well no, because there's no, uh, like, Link Joker... You're right. Yeah. It's a bluish flame. Thing. Yeah. Now, well, they have aggro... Well, in the previews, that's Agravain for Gold Paladin. Oh, well, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know enough about old Gold Paladin cards. Uh, it was a lot of check top three, call something, put the rest on bottom. Not much else to it. I see. Uh, it might also be more of the same, just not with Ezel, because I think yeah. they kind of realized their mistake, where they're like, I think we made Ezel too good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should uh, just change the name. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like since the support up until now has been so Ezel focused, like introducing a new boss character kind of fundamentally changes everything. Yeah. Um. I don't think Nova Grappler is good without seeming broken. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Like I. I don't imagine them changing all too much with Nova Grappler. Like, what kind of unit is it? What? M maybe they'll do Grand more hero stuff. That'd be kind of neat. No. It looks like a beast deity from the preview image. So they're probably just going to keep going with that type of play style. I nice. like beast deities, though. I like the way they look. Yeah. Uh, another one that might have a significant change is, uh, Shadows, because they were very blaster-focused at the time, at this current time. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like, uh, Royal, so that's another one that seems like it'll change a lot with a new boss character. Although, it's probably still going to be focused on calling a lot of cannon fodder that's like 5,000 power and sacking it off, so I guess it's really just what the boss unit does. Yeah. The, um, that's weird that for Neonectar and Golds, it's older units, that being Arboros, uh, shout out to Gabe, and Agravine, who was the Mega Blast for Gold Paladin, and then Great Nature, they just made a new one. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, who knows what they're gonna do, but, uh, I, the, the image for the new one, uh, is nice, I also like that finally, finally... Great Nature gets a character in the show that's not a sniveling punk or is terrible. They're going to be playing Bison. What? <laughs> They're going to be playing Bison, right? Um, no, it's like a fox thing. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like a, a, it's like something Fox Isabel, I think is the name. Talented Fox, that's what it yeah. says here. And that is Weird. different from the Legion, believe it or not. The uh, there was a legion where it was two foxes, but that's not the. Uh, it's like it's not gonna be that one. Yeah. Yep. So it, it, there's some old, some new, some borrowed, yeah. some blue, except there's no grand blue. Um, <laughs> let's see. And then was there much else to this besides the fact that I will still fight Matt over? Phil Collins being the better singer of Genesis. I mean, my argument wasn't about who the better singer was. Well, it was that they're all awful. I mean, 
Genesis was consistently not good. Well, with Peter Gabriel, yes. He was better on his <laughs> That's own. That's not what I said. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just choosing to interpret it a different way. Um, they revealed a Shadow Paladin that I found super interesting. So it's a grade 2 5K Knight of Authority Demna. Uh, on mm. rear, when it's attacked, doesn't hit while attacking a vanguard if your opponent did not call a guardian during that battle. Counterblast one and deal one damage to your opponent's vanguard. That is pretty funny. This is super funny because you would want to put this unboosted and just be like, all right, either yeah. guard this or you're taking the damage, motherfucker. And it's a 5,000 power card, so you can search it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can sack it off. Yeah, and then you can sack it off later when its usefulness is done. Exactly. I uh, This thing just makes me bleed for the people who don't read. <laughs> yeah. Attacked with this, they're like, okay, no guard. You're like, all right, counterblast, deal you damage. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't read it? Oh, <laughs> shit, I forgot to read. Does and that then happen? Sh- is that a thing that occurs? What, yeah. people reading? No, that is not a thing that occurs. <laughs> not what I meant, but all right, I'll, I'll take it. All right. <laughs> How about this new Murakumo support? What about that Murakuma support? Dude, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, like you, you change all of your cards to be. Well, yeah, no, you change all cards on the field to be the same name as one unit, and then you can Soul Blast a Grade Three to return all of their rear guards with the same name, name to the deck. What? So it says. The first skill it says, uh, Counterblast 1, search your deck for up to one card of the same grade as one of your opponent's units. Call it to Rearguard Circle, shuffle your deck, and change the card name of all of your and your opponent's units to that to this unit's card name. Yeah, and then the and second then, skill is, like, you Soul Blast a Grade 3, and return all of your opponent's Rearguard with the same card name as your or your opponent's other unit to the deck. Yeah, so you can bounce your opponent's whole board, but why would you do that? Yeah. Like, this Half is the, the VR. Game are on call. Yep. Like, why would you call them? And this is the VR, and you have to Soul Blast a Grade 3 for this. That's very this odd. So bad. <laughs> we went from Tsukiyomi into this. <laughs> or not Tsukiyomi, what? uh... Shiryuki? Shiryuki into this. Yeah. yeah. Like, what even is this card... I was uh, reading it this morning, and I'm just like, really? I'm going to not play this card. Is this going to happen? Yeah. Skill just doesn't matter. Oh, uh... Like, wait, what What skill doesn't matter? This bounce their board skill. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have a good answer to that. Um, there, here's another thing that Boucherode released for the, uh, the set with um, Angels, Nubatama, and Nova Grappler. It said, The Nova cards are meant to power up front triggers. The Nubatama cards are making tokens. Whatever that means. And the Angel cards, dot dot dot, work well with the existing support! So, <laughs> that's a thing. Um, I'm confused. I don't know what kind of tokens they're planning to make. But, uh,. Yeah, should be interesting. 
And then I like how with Angel Feather, they're like, you know what? They're, we're doing fine. Just keep keep it going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I just soapbox for a second about bounce effects? Yes, please. Have sure. It. All right. So bounce effects are good when your opponent has to expend resources in order to put said card on the table. In Vanguard, you don't really expend resources to put cards on the table. Like, the only resource you expend is that you played a card from your hand. But if you're putting it back in your hand, it's not even do anything. And in fact, since most cards in this game have fucking on-play effects, you're actually giving your opponent value by returning them to their hand. Alright, that's number one. A case where this, th where this is not true is if your opponent has plant tokens. This is literally the only case where this matters. Mm -hmm. Alright, now let's talk about bounce effects in other games. In Magic, you, your opponent chance doesn't just put a creature into play. Right, you have to spend mana to cast that creature, so you're effectively trading bounce effects or trading cards for mana. So you're tra gaining a mana advantage, which is a temporary kind of advantage, okay. which can be pretty relevant. Which is why what makes bounce effects pretty strong in, in Magic. In Magic, also you can gain value out of bounce effects if they try to pump their guy. You can bounce it in response and take their pump spell from them. So that's another way you can gain advantage. You actually gain hard advantage there. The, um, and the last... Sorry, go ahead. No, keep... No, no ask a question. I, I just wanted to piggyback off of that with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, an another way that that's relevant is a game where you can only uh, summon once per turn normally, and then any other summons are done through effects, which mm -hmm. usually cost cards to do so. So like you said, cost cards to summon. Continue. What's your last point? Right, so in Yu-Gi-Oh, the card you're referring to is, uh, well, the one uh, I think of first is Compulsory Evacuation, evacuation Device, device mm -hmm. yeah. which can not only uh. can bounce uh, a normal summon card to steal the normal summon from your opponent, which is, a, which is a kind of resource, but also you can use it to bounce Xyz, you can use it to bounce Synchros, yeah. which actually takes hard advantage from your opponent. Correct. Mm -hmm. And also, something about Yu-Gi-Oh, a lot of cards have effects that activate when they die, so mm -hmm. returning some... Uh, bouncing a unit gets around like when it's sent to the graveyard or when this card is destroyed type of effects. Correct. What was your last point? So the the overarching point here is that in Vanguard these things aren't true. They just aren't. Mm -hmm. Like your opponent isn't expending resources to call a card from their hand except in very narrow scenarios. Like scenarios that might as well not even be considered. They're that narrow. Mm -hmm. So, the idea is that any of these cards that are like uh, bouncing cards to your opponent's hands shouldn't shouldn't matter to you. Bouncing cards to your own hand, however, is very useful for the reasons we just mm -hmm. talked about. I mean, that used to be Bermuda Triangle's whole shtick was bouncing mm -hmm. and recalling. Yep. And who knows, it might be again now that we're getting old support. Uh, or, or old archetypes back. Yeah, oh, so I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand this card at all. It makes no <laughs> sense to me. Um, I guess it's the, it's going back to the deck instead of their hands. So like, that was just Deer Chronicles thing before Time Leap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but putting it back to the deck actively takes a card from them. Correct. Putting it in their hand does not. Yeah. Well, and this doesn't send it back to their hand though. It sends it back to their deck. Wait, Hugo does. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 dumb. Apparently, sorry. 
<laughs> I'm not editing that out. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let his soapbox thing I stay in there. I could have sworn it said uh, to their hand. Even right. though that would be absolutely useless. It's a soapbox on false priest pretenses, and I'm keeping it. Yeah, my bad. I'm I'm an idiot. I I'm, I'm apparently too tired. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I feel like this card still isn't that great, regardless, just because of how slow it is, though. And I need to counterblast one. I get to call a thing and soul blast a grade three. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like this card's still bad, but it's basically just a budget time leap, or the poor man's time leap. The rewind. That's what we were. I think yeah. that's what we were referring to it back in the day. Well, it never really got a formal name. It's just kind of what yeah. the colloquialism is. Rewind, yeah. fast forward. All right, so this card is much, much, much better than I thought, but yeah. it's, I, I still probably won't play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like it's still bad just compared to the other bosses that exist. And definitely don't play it in premium. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, there was one more thing where... I forgot what set it's coming in, but there are they're releasing another set of like metal gift twos as well, mm-hmm. and there are only one hundred of them in the entire world. Oh boy! Yep. Can't wait for these to cost hundreds of dollars, just like PVE. Are they numbered though? I don't think they're numbered, but I think. But they're metal. Yeah, he's referring to the the uh, Phantom Blaster Dragon with the number in the top right. Where what is it? There's 299 of those. So in English, yeah. Yeah, this is th- that's even so. That means this is even scarcer, and that's split up into three. So you have the one of each of Excel. So does that mean there's a hundred of each one for a total of 300, or is it like you know? Like a hundred divided by three. I'm good at math. I swear. Thirty three of everything except four somehow has thirty four for whatever fucking reason. Probably. I would imagine it's a hundred of each. Yeah. If I had that would to make guess. the most sense. Um, I'm not well because they're box toppers, so that, that that's the uh, the kicker there. Um, oh no! So it's only the first hundred boxes, or whatever, or random hundred boxes. Yeah, it's a ra- it's probably a random hundred boxes because you get, usually get like a gift marker. It's just that in the, that particular case, it would replace it with the metal one. Just that- have Chris buy your box for you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chris, the luckiest man in the universe. Um, yeah, each box of VBTO six comes with a pack containing a gift two marker. Only a hundred. Oh, blaster blade and blaster dark ones in existence. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. So th- there's a version of Force Two where they're like modeled, like uh, Blaster Blade and Blaster Dark, where there's that blue or purple trim. Oh, mm. I see. Yeah. So I got that completely wrong. I'm leaving that in too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we'll, we'll we'll put the picture up on the uh, up on the old Twitter there. Uh, let's see. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? In the for the next six months, not that I know of. Well, like... we're not doing stuff for six months. <laughs> yeah, we're taking a six-month vacation to continue sucking at life. That's what we're doing. <laughs> well, please no. But I was already I doing that. Vacation from sucking at life. When that's that what be I've great? been doing these six months. I think that would be a fun sketch where it's like a guy who like lives in his mom's basement. And he's like, "I'm going to take a vacation." They're like, "To do what?" And then his vacation is just him working at a normal job. 
And he's like, well, that was fun. I'm going back home now. Amazing. Yep. All right. So I think that about does it for this uh, week's episode of Nexus at Night. Uh, you can find us out there on Twitter at Nexus at Night. But first, guys, where can they find you? Find me at Wiggins, two Gs, two Zs on Twitter. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And you can find me at Atlas Novak. And if you're in Koreatown on August 31st at 8 p.m., come to Dow Comedy Studio, where I will be doing a 15-minute set on the Pussy Riot Comedy Show. So until next time, I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. You can also find this podcast at Nexus at Night. I said that at the beginning. And have a good night, everybody. Kick your astral plane.